And uh, hello, everybody. We are live again on the present show. And today we have, of course, as usual, the mindful part that is rolling around with the, his laptop. But we have Estela with us. Uh, welcome, Estela. Thank How are you? you. I'm good. Thank you. Thank so, Estela, you where are you relocated? You are in Madrid, no? Madrid, in, in Spain. Madrid. Mm-hmm. And uh, you are a project manager, as I can see. Yes. And uh, as a project manager, you are you are also um, uh, basically not only not only doing project management, but also um, with uh, some leading uh, area of mindfulness at IBM, right? We we call so that's that's uh, all about anything we should share or we didn't say about you that it's important to know for everybody. Well, I don't know. I think that's that's a good. Start. She's amazing. We forgot that. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Sorry. So she is also amazing, uh, and we will we will actually get to know why. So important. Uh, it's I think it's your story and your story connected with mindfulness. So last time, for example, with Steve and Steve was also sharing how he started a bit from a skeptical perspective, right? So this is one way how you can get into mindfulness. So what is your way? When did you? Uh, discover the mindfulness practice and why, Estela? Well, I discovered mindfulness kind of a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I discovered it when I was looking for, could I say, peace of mind? <laughs> and I was looking for people that were really, I, that I could rely on. I was looking for where can I find the best option possible mm-hmm. for me to get that peace of mind. And I found I found that they were doing something at university level. And okay. that's how, how I did it. I got in contact with uh, the University of Massachusetts and they were doing with a group of people called Nirakara here in Madrid. Um, they were doing some uh, uh, retreats, uh, mindfulness uh, studies and things. And I got directly in contact with them. I went to a retreat with them and that's how everything started. Now, how long was that retreat? Like the the first retreat, it was five days retreat. Okay. It was part of the mindfulness tools. It is called, and it was five days. And I got in contact with people that were already practicing for a long time, and it was like a miracle for me. It was the best way I could take my holidays. I took my holidays mm-hmm. for to go to that retreat, and it was. So that's how you got in touch. But this has also brought some particular improvement, right, to your daily routine, work, and so on. And that's that's. I want always to connect to a business environment. Yeah. So, yeah. so what, what did you find in into mindfulness? I found that I could be different just because I I could sit down and breathe, um, and I could relate to things differently. Mm-hmm. The challenge was when I finished the retreat, I came back to office. And things, of course, were the same. And it was a slightly different, but I didn't get the practice already, um, you know, in my, integrated in my life. Mm-hmm. So I continued studying it and I got support from other people that were already practicing for a longer time. Mm-hmm. So when I was in the office, the first thing I learned and that Patrick know, knows is to stop. Stop to take a breath. Stop, take a breath observe and proceed mm-hmm. that was kind of the first thing and that's why this kind of a satatu in my in my skin 
um, even if you don't have the practice of mindfulness, what you can always do is when you notice something is going on on you or something is going on around you, you can always stop. So that was the first thing I, I did. I continued doing. And, and how, did, how did work change for you after that? You see things with perspective. Um, mm. When you just stop, you are able to observe, observe things and, and you stop reacting. I very, I'm a very Spanish passionate woman, like, you know, uh, and, and I, I needed that space to, to really look at things uh, from outside a little bit. Um, and people were starting to, get, to be more, they were always nice and good, but I, I started engaging with them, understanding their feelings, understanding why they said something, even understanding the difficulties they were going through and I was going through. So it was the same, but easier to manage. So it like in two directions at this point. So one direction is you with a different way how to see the world around much more, you know, in, in a relaxed way or different, more thoughtful, more opportunity to, you know, to put a contest to focus on what you're doing. And the second side is your change. According to this, you change your behavior. So all that are reacting in a different way with you. Right. So it's 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 two sided and it's uh, that's the benefit. Right. Yeah, you, you can see people. Yeah, you get to connect with you and with others in a different mm -hmm. way, I would say. And this is like, it's been two years, so throughout the whole time, do you still see a similar kind of uh, um, daily, uh, you know, serenity, pity moment mm -hmm. around it? I mean, the more you practice, the more you get it. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I think the biggest challenge I found, it was to be disciplined enough to know that even though it was good for me, I, for some reason, I was not practicing it every day. I knew mm. it was good, but it was difficult for me to do it every day. So I really needed to be around people that were practicing it. And the more you practice it, the more you see the difference. Mm. The more you can just sitting down five minutes, beginning of your day. If you get to sit down 20 minutes, beginning your day, um, Think about yeah. at the end of your day, how your day was, connect with your body, the sensations of your body, your mind. It's just a huge difference. And also, we, we also made a kind of you know, mindful minute. That means it might be enough one minute and you can do it every hour if you want before every beginning of a new meeting or, a, you know, when you change the page and it's okay, now, now I was doing reports and now I'm going to have a meeting with people. You can have your mindful minute and you will see a benefit. If you don't see a benefit, just come to the present show and we have Pat here that is <laughs> gonna tell you what, what was wrong about it, right? Exactly. Yeah, it is a good thing to do, especially when you are changing tasks, I would mm -hmm. say. Uh, it is a way to say, okay, where am I now? Where am, where am I? Um, connect and, and go, I totally agree. Totally yeah, and sometimes, I don't know, we, we manage when, when we are in meeting. I don't know, you, uh, sometimes I'm doing a presentation, right? And I see 
people that are listening to me, even for maybe 10 minutes after I started the speech, that they start looking around or dealing with their laptop or opening the laptop and replying to something because everybody has thought and then you want to immediately you know, give an action to them. And then you miss completely what I'm saying. So there is no purpose anymore, right? So this is what I observe, but how many times we do it every day, something like that. And this practice helps you to not do it anymore, or at least to do it in a relatively small amount of the whole day. Mm-hmm. I have also noticed, sorry, you were going to say something, Patrick. But That's oh, okay. I, I, I'm good at letting go. So <laughs> you could say it. <laughs> well, what I was thinking is that I also noticed my meetings were a lot more productive. Mm -hmm. I started to shorten my meetings. It's true that our um, attention, it doesn't last that much. And sometimes you have a one hour meeting when you could have a 40 minutes meeting. If you feel, (laughs) yeah, of course. (laughs) So, So if you really get to shorten the meetings because you are more connected with what the things you are doing in that meeting, Mm -hmm. you have a more clear agenda and it's a time management thing, but it's also a mindful thing. Mm -hmm. To be mindful with your time, to be mindful with the time of others and to be more productive. I I wanted to touch briefly also about the the people management, not only time management, because as you you were saying lately that you're you're giving this presentation, right? And everyone's engaged and they're listening. And then you become aware that people aren't paying attention. And that's something that mindfulness gives you is once you're more present, more aware of yourself, you could also realize other people's presence. And if you see people, you know, starting to think about something else or or doing something else, you can try to make the presentation more engaging, right? Or or direct energy or focus towards that person, right? Say a comment or stand next to that person. So it's it's a good way. I know you have a question (laughs) for me. And so this one is like, uh, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a way to grab the attention from others. Uh, but really- I had another question for, for Pat or for you, because, you know, now um, we, we do many things during the day, right? So you were talking about two years, Pat is more than 10, a decade of mindfulness and so on, right? But our life sometimes are bringing us into, you know, a river of things that are happening from family to work, from, you know, promotions or things to think about and so on, right? So when we have all of this, sometimes we forget about uh, our practice and, you know, the, the fact that, uh, we should, you know, dedicate some of this time and so on. So uh, how to keep, um, uh, you know, constant um, touch with mindfulness, with, with this kind of mindset that is always positive and not, you know, fall again into the whole of everyday routine? Do you want to go ahead, Patrick? Practice, practice, practice. It, it, it'll become automatic after a while. It's just, okay. uh, I don't know, if you have like a certain habit, uh, think about the next time you brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. Do you think about actually grabbing the toothbrush, putting it in your hand and brushing it? You probably don't. Mm-hmm. It's just, it becomes automatic, right? You'll notice the next time you brush your teeth that you're paying attention to it. So the, the practice of being present will just, it'll be automatic. You won't be thinking about it. Yeah, I agree. 
And, and also I would say, if I may add something is mm -hmm. surround yourself of people that is also willing to do so. Um, for me, it is really important to, to be close to a community of people that practice. And, and you can find now many places where you can, you can do it. I mean, you can surround yourself around people with the same interests and you can do it with the support of the community. With it helps. So that means that if you don't have a yet a community in your office, you oh, might my. want to create one, right? Yes. Exactly. That's we right. Can, we can help with that. If you don't know how to, there is in an IBM, there is mindfulness at IBM community. If you are anywhere else, you can still reach out to us and we can give some hints and tips how you can do that in your environment. That's why uh, maybe one of the practice, maybe what the, the third answer that I'm, I gave to myself is in order to keep on with mindfulness, I am watching the present show every Monday so that <laughs> I am able to at least once a week to get back into it and then move on with it for the whole week, right? Sounds like a plan. And uh, uh, one thing as well, it's for Estelle and uh, question is, uh, which one is your favorite uh, you know, practice uh, or mindful minute practice you would do that you can share with us for for today. Uh, the mindful minute, the one mindful minute is mm -hmm. stop. Is a stop. Is the one I shared briefly before. Is stop. Take a breath. That's the second step. Observe. Observe your body, observe what you have around you, your sensations, your mind. And proceed. Just let that a minute, but it helps. Yeah, I, re I remember always my mom that she was a presenter in the TV, like so she was presenting in front of big crowds of people as well, live writing shows. And I was asking, like, how can you manage to do that in front of many people? And don't you feel, you know, stressed or something? And she always told me, you know, before entering on the stage, I always breathe deeply. And that helps me a lot. At that time, I have, didn't know anything about mindfulness, about it, but I, at least there was something into it that, that resounded with, with this practice we are sharing with all of you. Huh? And it's breathing and getting into the present moment that makes a difference. Uh, thank you, Estella, for coming to the present show. I am really glad. As usual, hopefully you will come again to another of, and to tell us what you're doing in Madrid and around, not only in, in, the, in, in your work, but also in your personal life. Uh, Pat, I leave it to you the stage for you know final words, final reflection, anything you would like to share with us. Just tying back to, to your mom's uh, habit before the performance. The stress and the fear and the anxiety, it builds up in our thoughts, right? And you're telling yourself the story, oh, what if I forget my lines? What if people laugh at me, my reputation? And if you stop and you take a deep breath and you're focused
focusing on the breath and you notice that the thoughts pause and you realize that you're separate from the thoughts. That's why it's great to practice this way and then really get into the present moment. So thank you, both of you. All right, I'll stop, take a breath, observe and proceed. Thank you everyone and see you next Monday with another one of you. And thank you for all the folks, folks that actually are watching us live in this moment. Uh, keep us watching live also next Monday with other four that you will bring into a new mindfulness community. So thank you and see you Thanks soon. to you guys. Bye. Ciao.